¿Qué pasa, mis amigos? The Bachelors in the City. It is Peter here. And Dustin here. <laughs> that was a little blade. That was a little um, blade. Oh, well. And uh, we want to welcome you back to another episode. This is a very, very unique episode, a very interesting episode that we are stoked to bring to you guys. It's going to be different. It's going to be different. It's going to be We think it's going to blow your mind, actually. Like, that kind of different. It's, it's, you're going to get some goosebumps, I think. Oh, for sure. I think you get some chills. Guys, have you ever just felt like there might be someone else, like, in the room, but no one's in the room? Or, I don't know, you just feel something weird, get those weird feelings? Those vibes? Those weird vibes. You know, oh, you, know you just get those goosebumps. You're like, someone is in here with me. Well, if you've ever felt this, you've come to the right spot. Because today... We're about to introduce you to someone that is very gifted, truly was born with a gift, and uh, it's something that's special. And his name is Jonathan Mark. He is a very, very highly respected psychic medium that has been able to connect with clients uh, who have loved ones who have crossed over. Uh, he has gone through a whole confirmation process of this gift by another psychic medium. Uh, this happened when he was 20 years old. And it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. He believes that through mediumship, it is possible to provide confirmation that our spirit actually does live on once we have left our physical body. So this is uh, truly a, an extremely interesting episode. And he's got so much to share. And we're so grateful that he came on to speak with us. Before we get to that interview, Dusty. Peter. How's your uh, how's your summer in New York been going? Oh man, summertime has been it's been amazing, man. You know, um, been doing a little partying, you know, going out to these bars, hanging out, being socializing. Also, training for the marathon um, has been good. Trying to get ready for that, guys. Um, stay tuned. I will actually be taking donations from raising money for Achilles here in New York for the marathon. Would love your guys' help and support. Other than that, man, just you know. Living out here. How about you? Oh, well, I'm doing great. You want to know why I'm doing so great? Why are you doing good, man? Because I've had absolutely zero McDonald's. Clean eating <laughs> is still on schedule. I am so damn proud of myself. And uh, I'm keeping it up. You're going to fold. You're going <laughs> to hey, fold. Hey, dude, gonna, I, even, gonna... I even went for a run. You saw it yesterday. I don't you ever did. do this. I don't went run. run. I went for a run yesterday. I rode my bike to Central Park, went for a run. Felt great. Got a great sweat in, so... Word on the street is someone else might be running the marathon with me. Maybe. I don't know hey, if it's true or not. I'm trying. I never in a million years thought that I would ever run a marathon. That's just not my forte. But So is it confirmed? 100%? You're doing this to me on the spot right here. 100%. <laughs> you tell me. I mean, if you don't want to if you don't want to raise money for charities, you know, just what? put your That's body not... through a couple hours of pain, then don't do it then, you know? I'm doing the marathon, Dusty. I'm doing the marathon. <laughs> Let's and go. and even, even better than that, I'm going to kick your ass in the marathon. Oh, so I'm not just doing it, but oh, I'm going to get major oh, bragging rights. Gosh. And I'm going to document it. We're going to maybe go on Instagram Live at the very oh, end. Oh, God. That is just crossing talking. The, crossing the just, finish line. That is just, that's words of affirmation talking shit right there. Bro, you know how competitive <laughs> I am. I'm not, I'm not losing, so. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Looking forward to it. All right. Um, but yeah, guys, we have a great show for you. This is going to be awesome. You're probably going to get some goosebumps. Truly. Goosebumps. It's like that, uh, that, that book. Remember that book series when we were younger? Goosebumps, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Are You Afraid? Oh, my God. Ooh. Bringing back memories. Are All right, guys. Well, I think without further ado, we should get into this. I uh, don't want to keep you waiting any longer. 
Uh, let's bring on Jonathan. Don't want you to cross over just yet. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Mark, man. How are you doing, buddy? Doing good. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're good. We are excited to to have you on, man. This is a, a treat for us, for sure. It's a huge treat. I'm super excited. So the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of a medium is the classic movie, Ghost. Of course. Yeah, yeah of course. I get oh. that. Yeah, I get that. I get um The Sixth Sense. I get um, yes. the show medium that they had on, like, like a long-ass time ago. Yeah. And um, I get all of that. People are like people are like... Like, how does it compare and all that? I get all those questions. It's that's, so funny. That's, Dusty, did you ever see that ghost thing that I did? You bring that up now? The ghost commercial for the, I think it was the Oscars. I did, yeah. That, that was actually I, classic. I actually didn't even know what that movie, I never seen that movie. You bring that up, that's funny. So so when Peter was on The Bachelor, uh, they did a promo and it was with him, like, with the clay. So weird. With the clay <laughs> and, you know, sculpting you know, it and all, all these, these hands. all these hands came in. That yeah. was actually really funny. I forgot. That was funny. That. We we got to put that up here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I gotta see that. Jeez, I gotta see that. <laughs> so before we get into like all of that, I I, I have yeah. I have so many questions for you. Yeah. This dude, is, please. But what's the difference between a psychic and a medium? That's such a good question. Um, a psychic is someone that I guess like can see the future or like predict the future, and a medium is someone that can communicate to people that have crossed over, like friends, family, and all that. And most of the time when you're like a medium, you have to be a psychic as well. The only thing that I kind of say, and I say this to everyone, my big clients, little clients, it doesn't really matter who. I think the psychic portion of things is a little bit harder and a little bit, um, it's, it's like harder to say because I feel like you have so much free will to do whatever you want. So if I tell you to keep going right and then one day the road is blocked and you have to go left, well, then you change everything. So I tell people most of the time I stay away from the psychic stuff just because it's just a little bit too hard to pinpoint. And I don't like people like living and breathing by what I say. Like they should be living their own life and not be like holding on to everything. Because sure. like, at, yeah, because like literally when I started till now, like reading people, these people hold on to everything I say. So I try to make it very realistic and try to have them like just live their life and not have to worry about everything, like living by what I yeah, say. Yeah, you don't want to hear something and be like, okay, well, this is going to happen, so I need to do this. And you're just exactly. like restricting yourself from new opportunities. It, it and just things. influences you in a way, for sure. 100%. It changes the way you like look at things. So it's like, oh, I know in six months, this job is going to be mine or this person I'm going to be with is going to love me, then it changes you from like blocking everything else out, which could be better than what you so, wanted. So how is it How is it with you? I mean, obviously we can get into how this all began for you or whatnot, but just for your own personal life. I mean, do you, do you struggle with that? Like, do you know like what's going to come, like what's happening and like, how do you live with that? Yeah, so I can't see anything for myself. Like, I, I can't read myself, so oh, I don't can. know. Okay. Yeah, but as far as, like, for everything else, I do struggle with it a little bit just because, um, you know, people always ask me, like, a lot of questions, like, what's going to happen or who's around me and this, and I feel like I can't go out and do anything now, like, more so than ever, like, recently, 
without like people coming up to me and asking me questions when I'm like, I just want to have a beer or I just want right. to have like a drink. So, but during COVID, I, I, I was reached out to by doctors, by scientists at Pfizer, by all these people. And I was doing stuff with them and like kind of helping them out with like what was going on with COVID. So like, it was very stressful. Like being time. able to predict kind of what the future holds for COVID when it might kind of go away, that kind of thing. Yeah, so they initially reached out to me back in March, like when it first happened, like kind of like when everything kind of initially like the big like shutdown and everyone's like get back home and quarantine. They asked me something and I was actually like talking about it. And then I told them I see this date when like four or four or five states going to open up. That date happened, four or five states opened up. Then I get calls them again. Yeah, then I get calls them again. And again, and they're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And it just became like really too stressful where like I told them like I need to take a step back from it because it's like, you know, I don't want to be that person where it's like, I don't know. It was just really stressful for me. So I was like, as much as I can help, I will. But it's right. like, oh, as I far as imagine. anything else. I, yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. So when you figured out like you were a medium, did yeah. you like freak out at all? Or were you like... Yeah, so like basically like people know my story, um, it's basically like my aunt passed away when I was like six months old. And when I was about three or four, I was around my mom. And I'm sure like in most families, people, when they lose someone tragically and very young, they have pictures around the house of them. Their family still talks about them, tries to keep their name very much alive. And even for like the younger kids, like to always make sure like they know like who they were or whatever. So when I was younger, I walked up to my grandfather, my mom. It was at a family function. I think it was like Easter or something. And I said, oh, and Sue's thanking you for burying her in your jean jacket. Now, no one knew what it was besides my mom. So my mom turned white like a ghost, like literally like white like a ghost. Oh, my God. And, and, my, and then everyone's like, like my, my mom's name is Ruth. And they're like, Ruth, like, what's going on? And my mom, like, I guess started like tearing up and crying. And the story behind that was like, I guess my mom and my aunt Sue were like best, best, best friends. Like they grew up, they obviously were sisters. They lived together after college and they would steal clothes from each other. And there's one jean jacket they would literally always steal from each other, like back and forth. So my mom was like by herself before they put her in the ground. And my mom was like, I want her to be warm. So buried her with that jean jacket when everyone left. So my mom was the only person that knew about the jean jacket until like years later. No way. Yeah. So then, like, when, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah man. no, it freaks it freaks me out, and I'm like, what's going on? And how how old were you when that happened, or when you told her that? Like four, three oh, or four. Gosh. Yeah. So then, like, I'm sure as you guys know, like, I grew up on Long Island, so like, my parents were like, yeah, like, let's keep this quiet, like, don't be saying stuff, like, they're trying to sway me away from it, not because they weren't going to support me, but protecting you. Yeah, exactly. They were very much protecting me, and. I grew up on Long Island. There's woods in my backyard and I was pushing a swing set. I was about six or seven. And I kept saying, there's a kid, Anthony, that I'm pushing. And my mom's like, oh, you're an imaginary friend. And I, I guess my mom tells the story a lot better than me because like, I don't really truly remember it so much. But she said I was getting really angry. Just so happens the people that my parents bought this house from were coming to pick up like last minute stuff in their mail that was being sent here like bills. And my mom's like, is there any stories about like your home? And... I kept saying the kid Anthony was fat and um, which is like really rude to say, obviously, but I was like six or seven. <laughs> but um, but it just turns out that like the guy said, yeah, my son Anthony, where your swing set is, passed away over there, stepped on in-grounds bees nest, got stung all over and he was deadly allergic and no. passed away 
Yeah. So then my mom's like, dude, like you really got to chill with this. Like stop saying stuff. Like you got to stop. So I was like, basically like kind of how it like started. Wait, oh, holy shit. So, <laughs> wow. ooh, man, this is crazy. So like, do you have like visuals? Are you just here or? It's more so like, it started as visuals. Now when I read, it's like screenshots in my head. So like I see it in my head versus me like looking and seeing like a pigment of something. And it's not so much like me seeing like a ghost. It's just like certain features of people that I would see. Like if someone had a scar in their face, they would tap and throw a scar. So I think who had the scar on their left cheek that or a mole. Or, so it comes kind of like that when it gets into like the nitty gritty stuff. But when I was a kid, when they were trying to like um, show me that I had this gift, they were showing me like what these people looked like. And then they'd be gone in like a split second. Oh my God. Has any, <laughs> does anyone else in your family, like do they have this gift at all? Or is it just you? So as we know so far, no. Um, we're not sure. We, 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 we don't know. But so as of right now, it's just me. Okay. So that's what makes it even more difficult, I guess, within my family. Is that like we, no one, like my family's not spiritual in like any way. And neither am I. I'm not right. like spiritual. Really? Even with that kind of gift? They're starting, they're definitely way more spiritual now, but growing up, they were not like that. They were like, um, not like religious based, but they kind of were, I yeah. guess. And, and I think like when my aunt passed away and stuff, it kind of um, made them rely on religion a little bit more and made okay. them rely on certain things a little bit more. And then when this happened, they're like, you know, it's either one or the other, I guess, with, with this. So they have fully supported me, like, obviously, when I like wanted to embrace it. So what do you... Man, this is this is deep. <laughs> this is honestly, your, yeah, this is extremely interesting. Like, how do you? What do you think is the afterlife? Do you think it's more religion, more spiritual? Do you think what you're seeing is just like almost time lapse of some some type of dimension that you're kind of able to get like a wormhole idea? I don't know if that makes sense. But. Yeah, no, no, it does. It the best way I could explain it, I guess, is um, there definitely is an afterlife. There definitely is, and. Like, people, like, you can believe in reincarnation or you cannot. Like, it doesn't really, like, matter. But, like, what happens is when, like, an energy wants to come back, a piece of them still stays on the other side because that piece of them still lived, like, alive. So it's like, yes, they do come back. But, like, when you connect with me, they're still there because they still lived a life. Either it could be short as, like, two years, a year, or 30 years. Like, it doesn't matter. But as far as, like, the religious and spiritual thing, I just from like plain experience, I've read popes from Italy. I've read people that are kind of like really religious from all different like Buddhist and from like everything. It's they all come through the same exact way. Like there's no difference. So to me, it feels like they're all together and it doesn't matter what religion you are, you're all gonna be together just because based off of like experience of reading, I read people from like all over the world. So it's like, there's different religions, like there's different like views on things and they come through the exact same way. There's no difference. It's so funny right. to say that. I was in an Uber one time. This was years ago. And this, me and this guy, we're talking about superfoods. And then we got on to like religion. He was from um, Sri Lanka. And mm. uh, he said a wise man told him one day, uh, God is like the mountain. And religions mm -hmm. are the trails up the mountain. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter which religion you pick. Just make sure you get up that mountain. And it just almost hits home of what you just said. It's coming from the 100%. same place. Woo! Yeah. This is, that's this crazy. Is crazy. That's, yeah, that's some kind of confirmation there. So, okay, so you're saying, let me make sure I'm understanding this. So, so like a piece of, you know, someone passes on and 
they, you said for like a year or maybe 30 years, a, a piece of them will still be in the present, you know, on earth here with us. And then at cer- like a certain point, they completely move on. No. So like, so like people always will be like, people's one question when like, pe- when, when someone dies tragically or someone dies young is, are they back? Like, did they come back? Like my niece had a baby or is, is that them or whatever? Mm-hmm. And what I try to explain to people is, could it be them? Maybe like, you know, like they could come back, but like when someone passes away and they do want to come back, who they were as a person stays on the other side because they still lived a life. So like, even though they come back, it's like people like, well, like how can you connect with someone if they came back? Right. It's like, well, because a piece of them, they lived on earth for 20 years. That piece is still over there. So it's like, I try to explain people like that just because like, it is hard to wrap around me. Like I still like, I'm having trouble wrapping my head around a lot of this stuff. Yeah. So like, I try to explain it like that. And it's it's probably the best way to go about it just because like I don't want people to think like once they come back, like your experience with them when they were here is completely gone and they're not gonna come through. It's like no, like they still are. It's just it they're now living a completely different life than when you were with them. It's just like a restart button, I guess. It's the best way. That's that's incredible. Have you so you, have you been able to talk like you're saying for sure there's an afterlife? Like any any kind of details or like what that is that you can share? Yeah, like I don't like to my knowledge, I haven't died yet, or so like I don't know really. But um what I can say is this, it's from what I understand, um, from what from like reading and talking and stuff, there's like different levels of like the afterlife, like different levels of like heaven or whatever you want to call it. Like the first level is obviously not the most ideal. It's like typically someone that murdered someone, raped someone, did something that wasn't like the best and they have to kind of make up for what they did and people are like well how did they do that it's kind of like you watch the people you affected and your family that you affected and like that's should not be great and the higher up you go it's like the more content you are with like maybe not returning back here like you accomplish what you need to accomplish you feel like you or it's not like holy but kind of holy it's like the higher up you are the more but there's supposedly different like tiers of it or levels, whatever people want to call it. And the reason why I say that is because when I speak to different mediums, like, you know, the big mediums on TV that I'm friends with and, you know, like everyone else that is like maybe from Bali and from whatever, they say virtually the same thing. Maybe it's like, maybe they say it a little differently, but they're like, there's different spots in heaven and they're like, there's the lower level and then there's the higher level. So you, and- have, you have time to, um, to make things right or finish yep. things, things that you maybe regretted. You can make yep. it right before you totally like feel like you're okay. Like you don't need to come back. Like wow. you're content with everything. Yeah. That's wow. and then and, and it's funny because when I speak to like the popes in Italy and like at the Vatican, and they kind of say the same thing that they 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 feel like, you know, they came back and they had to do it again. So then they could get to that higher level now. So they gave themselves up to the Vatican to everything so they can reach that higher level there. So, and, and it's really interesting too, because a lot of like the really religious people from like Europe and everywhere that say that they don't believe in mediums, they're the ones that contact me the most. So it's like, you know, like I don't blow up their spot because like I would never do that, but it's like people like, you know, say their stuff about mediums, which is okay. Right. And I just keep my mouth shut. So I guess here we see that, so you, you were confirmed by another, another medium when, yeah, you, were, when yeah. you were 20. What's, yep. what's that kind of process like? How does that go about? 
Yeah, so I basically was going off to college. I was trying to be as normal as possible, trying to party, have fun, you know, be with my boys, like add a lacrosse scholarship. So I was going to play lacrosse. I literally turned to my mom the day before and I said, is there any mental illness in the family? Because I thought I was schizophrenic because like it kept coming and it wasn't going away. I didn't know what it was. She was like, there's no mental illness, but, you know, because I told her like what I'm still seeing. And she's like, well, I'm seeing a medium. She's like, do you want me to ask the medium? Like if you are gifted or you're not, whatever. So she went and the medium's like, yo, like this kid could be crazy. You have to bring him to me. This kid could definitely be nuts. So I came back for like winter break and I went to her and I walk in. And the first thing she said to me is like, holy crap, I've never seen someone this gifted before this young. Can I please help you? And um, my first reaction was like, hell no. Like, no (laughs) way. Yeah. I was like, no way. I'm like, I'm going back to school. I'm drinking. I'm having fun with my friends, whatever. (laughs) Like, I am not doing this. Like, this is way too much. Yeah. As I got in the car, because like, if I wasn't doing this, I was going to be either in the military or like a cop. So I I always wanted to help people regardless. And I literally turned to my mom because my mom's the one who met her and was like, and I was like, crap, I really need to do this, don't I? My mom's like, yeah, you kind of do. So I went back and she trained me, or I, I hate to use the word train. So she like helped me like, like from what I was seeing, like interpret what I was seeing because I had no idea. It's kind of like learning like a new language, I guess is the mm-hmm. best way to explain it. And she was reading the public for almost a decade and I caught up to her level in like six months. Damn, And what? like, yeah, and she's like, I can't help you. So then my mom became like the best because she'd bring in friends from work or people from work that I've never met and they would come in. I wouldn't charge them, wouldn't do anything. And then eventually it just started like building and building. And then that's when like kind of everything kind of prospered. But I kept it a secret. Like none of my friends knew that I did this until I was like 26 because like I just didn't want people to know. I was like too nervous to sure. tell people. Still am. I, I Yeah, I don't think I would bring that up when you first meet somebody, you know? It's tough. Yeah, it's really tough. Are you able to like turn it off or is it never off? So what it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're just bumping it's it. It's always like, yeah, it's, it's always on, but you like ignore it. So it's like you don't want it to overtake your life because if you do... Okay, just- so walking around like New York City, there's just so much energy. There's so many yeah. people around. I can't even imagine. It's overwhelming just for a normal person that doesn't yeah. even have a gift like that. What is yeah. that like? Are you just like getting constant images in your head? Or are you seeing... Are they talking to you directly or are they just talking? Like, what is it? Yeah, so it's basically like they will, like, obviously I'll see the, like, I won't see them like like ghosts, right? But I'll feel them there. So, like, most of the time when I would feel, and I would never go up to someone random. Like, I would never do that in a million years. Because I've done it before when I was first, like, doing it, not to be, like, invasive, but I felt like... someone. Exactly. So, like, most of the time I'll see or feel it more when someone lost someone tragically, like most of the time. So like most of the time if someone lost like a brother, sister, mom, dad, like very tragically and young, I would I immediately get drawn to them. It's just like okay. I immediately like see it and pull to them. But as far as like you you just like ignore it. Like you don't want to like once you pay attention to it, then you start tapping in, then you start like getting into it. If you just like kind of see it and just move on, that's like the best bet because like it really can overtake you. Like if I go to a concert, if I go, if I walk down like Times Square, which I would never, like if I did any of that stuff, it, my head would explode. Like my head would literally- No way, like, oh my God. Oh man. Yeah, like it's not great. So like I've learned to really just like truly like tune it out and ignore it.
Some of these people on the other side, do they know who a medium is? Like, do they see a medium? They know, like, oh, this guy's a medium. And do if that's the case, is it kind of like the movie Ghost, where like, oh, I need to tell this person something, like right now, this is important, or anything like that? Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like I'm just like the funnel, right? So it's yeah. kind of like, so I say this, everyone, everyone can do what I do. It's just like everyone can sing, but not everyone can sing like Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that like I'm just wide open and can pour into me. But yes, there are certain times when like some if I'm out and some like like um spirit energy, whatever people really want to call it, they're like, yo, like you need to tell this person, blah, 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 blah. Unless it's like crazy urgent, like where it's gonna save someone's life, like with like a health issue, I probably won't do it unless it's that type of circumstance. Because Ooh, like I yeah, like I don't want to go up to someone and be like, yo, your Aunt Mary is here. I don't know. Like, I just, I've seen it. I've like... What, what's that been like for you though? Because, I mean, uh, you know, obviously you you show insane amount of credibility right off the bat with specific details. So I could get how maybe that maybe spooks a person, but also how are they going to like try to like say, well, this guy's crazy. Well, obviously not because you have details. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, there's a story like that where I was in Italy with my family. We were kind of going through like, you know, tours like the Amalfi and stuff. And we were on a tour bus and this old lady was sitting in the back and her sister kept coming through. So I walked back to her and I said, your sister, I don't remember her name. It was, I think it was like Rita or something like was here. And she turned white like a ghost and got off the bu- bus and never went back on. So she like took a cab back to her hotel. Oh. And since then I was like, I'm never doing that again because okay, I'm like, yeah. I thought that was going to help her. Cause I was so impressed. I'm like, she's like 80 years old and like the heat, by herself doing this, I'm like, and her sister kept coming through, so I was like, yeah, it spooked the shit out of her, yeah, yeah, really did. So then after that, I'm like, screw this, I'm never doing this again. I could see never. that. I'll tell you like, right now, I want to hang out with you, and I want you to tell yeah. me for sure if someone's coming through. We, we don't have to talk yeah. about it, but if it comes through, yeah. Are you well? Like, I don't know if you're okay right now. If, if not, to, like, are you feeling anything right now with either one, like Dusty or I? Yeah, I haven't like tapped in, so like I'm in like that mode, but like I could definitely do it if you like whenever you guys want. Like, yeah, we'll have to connect then for sure. Yeah, yeah, because this is the first like I would say this year is like the first year where I've been. Um, I don't know is it even the right term to use, but it's kind of like uh, more well known. So like anytime I go out, it's like people coming up to me and stuff, and it's like been a very hard time for me to like grasp that and Get kind of like. To that. We've been there. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, I need people that are like this in New York because like the people that I read are typically from Los Angeles or like they travel around the world and stuff. And it's different because like I want to stay in New York because sure. that's where my family is. So like it's been like a very hard time like adjusting for me. Like I've been like really not like good with it. It's been very weird. Well, yeah, man, you'll have to just come kick it with us. We'll just, yeah, I know uh, for sure, man. It'd be great, great to meet in person and uh. Yeah, that'd be sick. Um, so tell me how I, I'm so curious with with your so with your dating life. Okay, oh God, why, yeah, why, I can't even imagine what this <laughs> yeah, has been no. like as a, as a medium. Is is it like so? I'm assuming. Do you just you get really great vibes as well? Like you pick up on vibes extremely well, whether they're good, whether they're bad, that kind of thing, the aura about someone? Yeah. So like I used to do that. So like I used to like use my gift to like kind of use have like a cheat code. So like I know if 
someone was good or someone was not good and um, right. massively backfired on me because like I like kind of ignored some of it and like I was dating this girl. She was not okay with me being a medium. Like she was not okay with it, but she was still dating me, which was like the weirdest thing. And this is like kind of when I first was like learning about this and like adju- like kind of like adjusting to this. So I brought her in, sat, I let her sit in on a reading so she could see what I do. In the middle of it, she got up, walked out, like the most like disrespectful thing. Right. So like later on, like a week later, we're laying in my bed watching TV and her grandfather steps forward and shows me the name Frank and kept flashing the name Frank. So I turn to her and I go, just curious, like who's Frank? I'm telling you, this girl turned white. Like, like I like thought she might've seen like freaking Hitler or something where like she was like, what the hell did you just say? Like, I'm telling you white like a ghost. And she was like, Frank's my ex-boyfriend. And I go, okay. And she goes, I saw him last night. Like literally like, so once that happened, I was like, yo, I'm never doing this again. Like I am not doing this because like, I mean, thankfully it like helped me. Like her grandfather's the one who told me, which is like the most bizarre thing. Yeah. But like I said, I'll never do it again. And then what I've also been getting too is like people that are very much like obsessed with mediums once they find out you're a medium, that's like all they freaking talk about. It's like, read my mom, read my dad, read my uncle, read this. And I've I've had that too. And it's like the worst thing because it's like, I can't just be like myself. Like I can't totally. be like a normal person. I always have to be on when I'm around junior family. And it's like the worst thing. <laughs> it's oh like the my worst God. thing. We can relate to that. I think in a way where we go out and we just want to have a good time and people come up and it's okay a lot of times yeah. but sometimes you just don't want to be on and sometimes you just want to be like just chilling I, I don't I don't want to talk about bachelor nation stuff yeah. right now you yeah, know yeah. but right yeah I I get you 100% on that that's crazy yeah it's tough it's cuz like now when I when I even when I go in Manhattan Long Island anywhere people that I don't even know that are coming up to me and that are like yo like you're that kid blah 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 like who's around me? Is there any ghost around me like that? And I'm just like, yo, like shut the hell before I smack you, bro. Like get out of my face. And I know, and I know that they're doing it from like a good like place and stuff. But then it's like, then the girls come and they're like, I guess girls are more into mediums than males mm-hmm. and stuff. And mm-hmm. I guess people say I don't look like a traditional medium, which I know I don't. What does a traditional medium look like? I think people think like mediums have like spooky hair, like like a Teresa Caputo, like big hair, big nails, very like whatever, or just okay. very like weird and spiritual with stuff. If you saw me in a bar, you probably would never know I'm like a medium unless I came up to you and like said something. Right. When when I meet a girl, I don't tell that I'm I'm a medium. Like I need to know like she's into me for me before I tell her like I'm a medium. Like I go to LA to do stuff. Like yeah. now I don't I don't tell them. But at all. also could work in your favor. I mean, girls love unsolved mysteries, all that spooky shit. I know, I but know. Like, girl, we could go watch a movie. <laughs> I'll take you off to a whole new level. <laughs> I'll take you to a whole new level. You have no idea. I'll tell you the real deal about that stuff, man. Like, truly have no idea. <laughs> Yo, so yeah. I, I'm assuming, I'm assuming, I mean, you're very popular, but like around Halloween time, is that like when business is like booming? <laughs> That's a good question. I didn't even think about that. I don't know because like... um, I'm sure it is to like some some extent. Like I don't deal with my like bookings and stuff. And the reason why I don't do I, I don't deal with it is because I don't want to know anything about anyone. Like I just want to click a button for Zoom or you show up or whatever, and I know nothing about you. So I have 
I have my mom do it and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. She just takes care of that stuff. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm sure. I mean, like during Halloween, people are like, can we go to Salem with you? Can we like go to a haunted house, oh, like a haunted oh place God. with you? What's the yeah? What's the place over here in New York? Um, Emneyville. Oh, oh yeah, the Emneyville Horror. House. That's literally like 20 minutes from me. Oh literally my God. T- yeah, there's it's literally 20 minutes from me. I walk <sighs> past it and I'm like. Yo, this stuff is wild. Like, if I go in... Have you felt anything there? Oh, so it's real. I heard it was a real story. It's a real story. It's just, like, a little different than, like, how they portray and how I see it. And, like, when I view it, when I walk past it. It's definitely a real thing where someone, like, mass murdered their family. It's... It's just different. Like, there was mental illness that came into play. There's a lot of different things. People were like, he's possessed by the devil. And they was buried on, like, an ancient, like, Indian, you know, ground and stuff. And it's like... Maybe, but like I don't see that. I see more like the person severe like like mental illness like had it and they kind of just like freaked. But yes, when I go into like haunted houses and stuff, like even when I went to England and stuff and I went to like these like churches and whatever, like my head was spinning from all like the bodies that were buried in oh the my churches God, and stuff, like my head was spinning. Are do you do you get terrified? Like do you get scared or do you have like a sense of peace still? I used to get really frightened. Like I used to like not be able to sleep. I used to not be able to like, I don't know. I used to get really scared. Now I still do get scared, but it's more of like, I'm used to it now. Yeah. So like, I'll like, I'll still get like that jumpy feeling, but like, I'll, I'll be more like at peace with it, I guess now, like more so than I was before. Let me ask you this. Do you, do you have like any, um, you, you know, obviously like Dustin and I, we, we don't have this gift, but there's been moments, I think, you probably felt the two deaths and where you just, you feel something or like you have a sense, like you, you, it's almost like a gut feeling, the little bit of the, yeah, a gut feeling or whatnot. Yeah. Like, do you believe that normal people without that kind of gift can still get senses of something? And like, you're supposed to trust that, that kind of like that gut feeling, that intuition. 1000%. Like I was saying before, like everyone can sing, but not everyone could sing like Beyonce, Frank, Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Like everyone can do this. And I try to tell people like, you got to rely on it when it comes because it obviously doesn't happen every single time. Like when it comes, yeah. from from my understanding, it comes in like a powerful like wave. Like you get like that like gut feeling that like butterfly, like, oh crap, like maybe I shouldn't do this or I should do this. And I tell people you should listen to that because there's a reason why. Because it doesn't come often. Like I try to tell people if it came to you often, like maybe you have a stomach problem, like, or whatever, because like, you're not supposed to be getting that like all the time. Like maybe you should yeah. like seek a doctor or something, but like typically it doesn't happen all the time. So right. I tell people when it comes, you should 100% listen to it. Right. That's crazy, man. I would, I kind of, I would never be down for this, but meeting you, if you ever do go like to a space, say around here, like to a, like a haunted house or something, like I don't come know. with me. I, oh yeah, my god! I, I, I low key like I would never really want to do that, but no, like if I don't know, I I would be down. I would be down too. So it wouldn't be like frightening for you guys. It'd be more frightening for me. Oh, like, it'd be would... frightening for me is too, bro. Like if you're saying, you think so? Yeah. If <laughs> yeah. I know you're, oh, yeah. If I know like you're feeling something, I'm gonna be yeah, like yeah. so tight on you. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna yeah. have your hand. Like oh my god. Yeah, it's it's funny because there's people that are like, yo, I went to a haunted house and like I felt someone push me up the stairs, and I'm like, yo, like that's a strong gust of wind, my friend. Like that's not like a spirit pushing you up the stairs. Like that's not how it works. Like yeah, right. what they do is like they communicate with you to let you know messages from 
from them. Most of the time, it's like validating who they are and things about them. They're not trying to frighten anyone. Like, that's not like their thing. I think people have that like really, I think it's because of like movies and stuff and I get it. Like, yeah. But it's not like that, I promise. <laughs> like, Because if it was, I would be like, yo, I need to learn like really to stop this because like I don't want to be pushed around, grabbed, poked, anything. Oh, that would be terrible. Like, no way. It would be the worst. <laughs> have you ever heard of uh, like the book The Secret? No, I, I heard of it. I never read it. Okay, I'm just curious how that maybe, you know, coincides with your gift. It's all, it's yeah. kind of about like frequency, right? Law of attraction. Yeah. And it seems like you obviously have a very good sense that you're very capable of attracting frequency or feelings or whatnot, vibes, um, messages. And that's kind of the whole the subject of the book is what you emit is kind of what you get. And it just, yeah. you know, the universe is filled with this frequency and you can kind of attract what you want. And, you know, whether that's good, whether that's bad, but I was just curious if, if, um, if you knew about it. Yeah, I, I I know like I know of the um, book and all that. I haven't read it, but like that brings me to like the manifesting thing. Like yeah, every a lot of person, manifesting. Yeah, like a lot of people that I read in like LA and all those people, they're very big into like manifesting, and they like they're they're huge into it. And I say it's like in my opinion, it's like a real thing. Like you put that out in the universe, you think about it, you you put it out there. Will it come back to you tomorrow? Maybe not, but it could come back to you like later on and at the right time and stuff. So I believe in that. I mean, like I did a study with another medium where someone's on the West Coast. I was here on Long Island. We read someone in the middle. They they, They wanted to see if we could pick up the same things quickly from across the world at the same, oh, across the the country, same time. And it just goes to show like the frequencies and stuff travel so fast. So it does get put out there and it goes very fast. Wow. It was it was a cool thing to like learn yeah. or to be studied on, I guess. I'm shook. Damn. I'm shook during this episode, man. I don't know. This is so <laughs> this is so dope. And you know what's crazy too? It's why I, you know, maybe some people are like mediums, whatever, bullshit. But I believe you because you are, because like you said, a lot of mediums might be like weird looking and like obsessed with that. I feel like you didn't want this. Like, you no. are a guy that just wanted to, like, do his thing, be a normal guy. And I, I see that. I feel that. And, yeah, this is this is crazy, man. I would love... Yeah, regardless, we should hang out regardless. Not even with yeah, the medium yeah. stuff, but... For sure. Whatever, yeah. I, I think for sure it would be cool if uh, if you did a reading on us at some point. That would be awesome, yeah. Yeah, I, I would love to do that. And, it would be, and, it, and it's funny you say that because a lot of people say that to me, that, like... They like you know, like you don't look like a medium, so we trust you more because you did. It seems like you didn't want this, and they're like you're just doing this because you can do this. Yes, and a lot of like professional athletes in the MLB, NFL, NBA, they all come to me because they're like you're not like what we see on TV. Like you're not like that. They're like you're someone who I can kick it with, grab a beer with, and like you're just a real person. And like I'm like yeah, I'm like I didn't ask for this. I'm like I didn't like wake up and like pray, be like let me talk to the other side, please. Like that's yeah. what I want. Like I was more into like I tried working in the city before like I accepted this. Like I pushed that to the side. I worked in advertising because I was like I want to be as normal as possible until like I couldn't anymore. Like I was just getting super booked out. I was like trying to balance both and. I had to choose, like, do I stay doing this or do I go down this path? And I went down that path. And I'm thankful I did. At the same time, I'm not because it's, like, hard to date. So, like, <laughs> yeah, <I agree. laughs> hey, it's hard, to, it's hard to date anyways, man. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. It's not easy. Like, I'm talking to someone right now and I still haven't told her because it's, like, 
But it's like you type in my name, you see everything. Like, no one cares about me. They care about the medium stuff. So you type yeah. even my real name out and just medium, medium, article, TV, article, TV. Yeah. And so it's like, so th- th- this is interesting. I know you said you can't, nec- or maybe because you're connected, it doesn't work that way. But I know you said you can't see something about you or read yourself. But yeah. someone that's dating you, can you pick up that, like, this girl, can you kind of see maybe what is, like, awaiting her or in regards to, I guess, kind of you? Or it doesn't work that way? It doesn't really work that way because I'm involved with it. So okay. it's kind of like, I wish I could because then I would know like if I'm wasting my time or not yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so I yeah, I wish I could because it would save me a lot of time and effort. And also <laughs> I would like to wish I could see the reaction that I tell them. Like, I think like the girl knows to be honest because like, I'm like, I'm going to LA. I'm like, and she's coming with me. And I'm like, Yo, I have meetings for like TV stuff with my agent and and she's like, okay, I'll just hang by the pool. I'm like, the hell? Like, you're not gonna ask me like why? Like, <laughs> no, she knows. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so I just don't want it to change like yeah. the way that not not that she sees me, but like the opportunities I could present to her because like I'm sure you guys get this all the time. It's like a girl can see an opportunity for something, and it's like it's hard to tell the difference if they want you for you, you for like an opportunity based. And sure. I had that with my ex-girlfriend. So it's like, I didn't know that up front because I didn't like, obviously I couldn't look. And she was just into me because of the opportunities I could present to her when I was like in LA and with people. So right, now right. I'm being so cautious with like, when I tell people stuff about me, because it's like, I don't know. It's just like a whirlwind of crap. I get it, man. I get it. It's crazy. It's just, it's it's been like a weird year for me. It's just like you know, adjusting the things. Yeah, no, I'm for sure. sure. It's, yeah. it's going to be tough. It's going to, it's tough. For, I feel like it's tough, period. But yeah. To have, for you guys too. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't easy when like you guys got out. Yeah, like, we, on we only show. have so much that we can give, you know? And right. like, we're obviously the, you know, Dusty and I are the same and we're a little bit different, obviously, than your situation. But still, all in all, like you only have so much you can give out and you got to be very careful of how much you decide to give to each person else you just get drawn out and you dry up. And um, that's not a good good place to be in, but we get it, man. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, so tell us what, um, what do you have going on right now? Any cool projects and how can, uh, you know, everyone find you? Yeah. So I basically started, I was very much against TikTok, uh, and stuff, but I started TikTok because I wanted, there's been like, I was supposed to do a lot of TV stuff. So I decided to do my own type of show on TikTok. It's called gone too soon, Mm -hmm. which I read people and I kind of post like the like a minute clip of it. And I started last month and it's going extreme, like really, really well. And, you know, people like follow me there or on my Instagram on just Jonathan Mark Medium. That's really it. Jonathan Mark Medium. And that's for TikTok and Instagram. Yep. Same, same name. Okay. Awesome, man. Yo, I'm so excited for us to hang out, man. I, me too. I'm so stoked. Yeah. <laughs> Everything you told us today, like I literally had goosebumps too. Like you gave hey, me goosebumps. Hey, you have a gift, man. Just, yeah, that's that is very so special. Crazy. Thank you. Yeah, but yeah, thank, you. thank you so much for coming on, man. Everyone, Jonathan Marks, make sure you check him out. Thank and you. We, yeah, we're going to have you back on here, man. We're going oh, sure. to hang sure. out I would and love then to. we're going to have you back yeah. on here. And, I would love that. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a great time, man. Awesome. That'd be man. awesome. Well, thank, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. Thank you. What's up, guys? So, 
Guys, my producers are making fun of me. Peter's making fun of me for using all right all the time. Before we do Who the thinks remake. Justin says all right way, way too much on all this right, podcast? All right, all right. You know, forget you guys. Anyways, it is time for our third roommate. Um, excited about this one. Annika, our third roommate, wrote us a little uh, question that says, just finished watching Love Island Australia, and it got me thinking, what are your love languages? All Great right. question. Great question, Annika. Yeah, so let's go ahead and go. What are our, what's the love languages, Pete? So there's five of them. Uh, we have words of affirmation. We have gifts, acts of service, quality time, and physical touch. And I would say I, I remember the first time that I actually ever heard of these, you know, this was a thing. It was from, I was dating my high school girlfriend and her sister, big sister asked what I thought my love languages were. And I think that was back when I was like 17, 29 now, nothing's really changed. Um, I would rank physical touch is number one for me. I just have always been that way. Physical touch and then quality time is a close second. You know, words of affirmation and gifts, not so much. Nice, I appreciate it, but don't need it. And then acts of service, definitely a third one. But physical touch, quality time are the top two for me. What about you? Yeah, I think I'm right there with you. Uh, physical touch is number one for me. I love when someone, like I'm on a date and someone like touches my arm and it's like, oh, wow, that means they like you. And you know, I don't know, something about feeling someone's touch. It's just a nice like flirty kind of just like, yeah. it just affirms a lot in your mind. You know? Yeah, so much. Yeah, I, I love I love that. I don't really have to hear words of affirmation. You know, and it's nice every now and then, but in this day of age, I don't really trust words. I trust I trust actions. Great. But point. I would say physical touch is number one. I would say quality time and acts of service are number two. More now than ever, I've I've really paid attention to acts of service. So, like, if someone was like, "Hey, I was thinking about you. I brought you a coffee," or you know being on a date and the girl saying, hey, hey, I, I got this time. You know, let me buy this. It's such like a, I don't know, it's such a great feeling that, you know, someone wants to go out of their way and do something. And so I, I really appreciate acts of service. Gifts, uh, I don't care for. And words of affirmation, again, those I feel like, too many people lie these days. You don't know what they're feeling. That's true. You know? Hey, actions speak louder than words. You know what, though? People lying. You know what I, you know what I love, though, about this, about this segment? What is it? What do you love? Is, is one of my love languages comes out so much. The quality time that we get to spend with our third roommates. This is, uh, this is something I look forward to. So This is quality time. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the love today, baby. I'm feeling the love. He's feeling the love. Annika, thank you for that. Annika, thank you so much. <laughs> this was a great question. And you kinda, I kind of want to watch Love Island Australia as well um, now. But um, thank you so much um, for all of our viewers. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you so much. Again, if you would like to be our third roommate, send us a voice memo or write us a question at Bachelors in the City podcast, and uh, we will be sure to get to those. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. We appreciate you guys. And come back next week. Spend some quality time with us uh, with, uh, with Bachelors in the City. I'm Peter. And I'm Dustin. All right, guys. Much love. We'll see you. Ciao. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by Acast. Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. 
Send your voice memos to BTC at redrockmusic.com. That's BTC at R-E-D-D rockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcast. See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad-free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.